Well, praise God, Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Exodus. Exodus chapter 20. Praise God. And we're going to be looking at the Ten Commandments here, a portion of them. We're not going to look at all of them. But beginning in verse 8 of Exodus chapter 20. And this is the New King James, and it reads, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, your, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Father, I thank you for your word today, and I give you praise, and I give you glory. And I thank you for ministering to the lives of people that hear this message, and I give you glory. Amen. Praise God. One more time. In verse 8, chapter 20 of Exodus, Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, your, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath, the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Praise God. The word... Remember, in verse 8, is the opening word in our Bibles. Remember. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. The word remember means to keep at the forefront of your mind. It does not mean that it was an afterthought. It does not mean it's something forgotten and then you remember or you're reminded thereof. No, it is a priority. Amen? It could easily read, Keep the Sabbath priority one. Keep the Sabbath high priority in your life. It could easily read that way because that's what it means. Remember, keep it at the forefront of your mind. Keep it as a high priority, the Sabbath day. To keep it holy. And that word holy literally means set apart, it means to be set apart to God or for God. Amen? Amen? It is a priority to set apart a day to keep it holy, a time for God, a day set apart to God. Amen? Amen. Praise God forever. So that's what this is saying in the opening verse that we just read in verse 8. Keep it priority one, high priority at least. To keep the Sabbath day unto God. To keep it set apart from the rest of days for God. Amen? Amen. Praise God. It goes on to say, Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. And it goes on. So here we find under the Ten Commandments that work is to cease for those of God on the Sabbath day. In fact, 
That is what the word Sabbath comes from. The Hebrew language, it is Shabbat, meaning to stop or to cease. That's what it literally means. Shabbat, or as it's translated, Sabbath here. Uh, we are to stop or to cease as every day. This is not the way we uh, are to conduct ourselves on the Sabbath day. It is set apart. It is different than all days. We are to cease from it just being a regular day like the rest. Hello. And this is important. In fact, as we look at this, uh, even uh, it, it is the word associated, we could uh, say now, it's easily understood, to be a day of rest. Is it not? Moses refers to God and creation to back up this law of rest or this law of stopping or ceasing. Amen? Amen. Praise God forever. So let's go to the, uh, the book of Genesis and let's look at creation and the Sabbath day. On verse 2 of chapter 2, and on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, or made it holy. Amen? Because in it, he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. Praise God. Moses refers to the creation of, and, and God resting. Also, God blessed the seventh day, sanctifying it or making it holy. Praise God. A day set apart to and for God. Holiness, sanctification, set apart to and or for God. God did not cease to create because he was tired Hallelujah. Can you even imagine a tired God? I don't think I can. But anyway, God didn't stop from his labor, from his creation process, because he just finally had enough and he was tired. No? That's why a lot of so-called Christians, and it's why a lot of people like weekends or days other than their work days, you know, because they just get tired of work. Amen? Hey, I'm as guilty as anybody else. I like my weekends. I like days set apart where I don't have to uh, work like I do in other days. Are you listening to me? So I'm not necessarily putting people down for it. I'm just showing you that's not what God did. And that's not what the Sabbath is really for, for you and I either. Amen. Amen. And we're going to look back into this. I mean, we're just getting started really good, really. Amen. So a day set apart to and for God. Why did God cease from all his labor? Because he, he was stopping because he was finished. Amen. He was finished. Amen. He didn't stop because he got tired. He got, he got finished, therefore he stopped. So what did he do in that day? Well, he rested from his labor, but you know what else he did? He admired his handiwork. Remember God saying after every time he created, it was good. Amen. And on the seventh day, he looked at all of his creation 
and he admired what he did. He looked at it and he, he just loved it. How many of you have ever uh, created something that you just loved? It might have been an invention if you're, if you're into things like that. You may, have, may be a painter. You may be someone that builds something. And, and you step back from it when you're done and say, yeah, good job, good job. And that's not really something to elevate yourself. It's just something that touches your heart because it was a work of love. It was a work uh, that you wanted to do and now it was finished and you looked at it and said, yes, yes. And so it was in creation and God looked at all that he had made and it was not only good, it was very good in his eyes. Amen? Praise God. Now remember, sin had not yet entered. Amen. We were not created in sin. We fell to it. Amen. So when uh, he created all things, it definitely was very good. Amen. So as he stopped from his creation, he reflected on what he had made. His focus was on what he had made. Praise God. And so it is in the Sabbath with you and I. We are to stop from our work, from our everyday life, and we're to focus on God and what He has done in His Word, in our lives, and where He's leading us. Amen? We're to take a day and make it other than the rest of days. And in that time, we are to keep it a day holy unto God, that being for God and to God, set aside to God. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, you know, I would really like people to say that they go to church seven days a week. But most people have trouble making it once. Amen? Are you listening to me? But in that day that they set aside to come and fellowship with other believers and to hear the preaching of the Word and to worship the Lord, their mighty Redeemer, their focus is not on their daily labor. Their focus is on God. They should be hearing the Word of God taught. They should be seeing the Word of God manifest in, in laying hands on the sick and, and praying for one another and doing the work of the ministry, not only from the pulpit, but from one to another. Amen? And that's what coming to church is all about. It's different than all other days. It is set apart to God and for God that they might focus on Him, they might focus on His Word, and they might be guided by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Praise God. And then, you know, the, Jesus gives a promise in the New Testament that if we gather together in His name, He would be here in our midst. And that is a promise to the congregation that is not to anyone else. Amen. So even though He's with us every day, it's a special promise to the congregation. Amen. Amen. And it is to the congregation, to the gathering of people unto Him. Two or more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so let us not, you know, forget, but let us remember. Let us keep it in the forefront of our mind that if we gather in the right heart, if we gather in the right way, Jesus will be here. In a way, He's not 
in everyday life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's wonderful. That could be in the gifts of the Spirit. That, you know, He's able even to appear. He's able to do things in the congregational setting that only you could dream and imagine of or believe for. Amen. Amen. Praise God. God is able to do abundantly above, above all we even think, according to the power that works in us. Amen. Amen. So as we look at creation, I believe it's also important that even though we can see what God did, God did not command the Sabbath to man. Not here, not in creation. Yet he does in the Ten Commandments. Amen. And definitely it was something that was looked to and understood that it was a different day, the seventh day. But we don't find the commandment in the creation process for us to keep the Sabbath. But again, the Ten Commandments tell us to. We already read that. We are to keep it holy. It's set apart. Amen. So in the Ten Commandments, which is the framework of our faith. It's the framework of what pleases God. It's the framework of Christianity itself as it, as it is fulfilled in Christ Himself. Christ Himself is Christianity. Amen. Uh, and yet the Ten Commandments are not to be done away with. The Ten Commandments are not to be ignored. Amen. In fact, you and I, as we're led by the Spirit, will not have to worry about the Ten Commandments because the Holy Spirit will certainly lead us in a manner to keep them. That's right. Amen? Amen? Praise God forever. So creation does not command that we cease to labor, but the Ten Commandments do. Using the creation account as a reference or a model, or we could even say an example for us. In creation, mankind was not yet in sin. So that could be one reason why we don't see that uh, commanded upon us in creation. Mankind was not mandated to work as he was after the fall. You remember God says that you will now toil. Hello. Under the curse of sin, mankind was commanded to toil, to work. Amen? And so these are clues and these are, are reasons that I bring up that possibly you haven't considered. Maybe you have. But it's important that you realize that in the creation we were very good. Amen? It was after the fall we became very evil. Hello. And we became separated from God. And therefore it's important that we understand why we may not need the Sabbath in creation, but definitely we're commanded after the fall of sin. Amen. So the Ten Commandments came about when mankind was in a very different posture from creation. We were working under the curse. We were under the curse of sin. Amen? But I want us to go to Mark chapter 2 in verse 27. This is the Lord Jesus Christ that is uh, speaking here in this scripture place. In verse 27, he said, And he said unto them, The Sabbath was made for man, and not man 
for the Sabbath. So Jesus clearly states, again, Mark 2, 27, Jesus clearly states that God made the Sabbath for mankind and not mankind for the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a necessity for us. It is a provision from God for us. It is not a mandate that we must keep in order to, you know, remain uh, where we should be with God. But it helps us. It strengthens us. It provides a, a manner of ministry to us. Amen? The Sabbath is a necessity for us as created beings to behold our Creator and rest in Him. Amen. Praise God. The necessity to keep at least one day a week to worship your God is something we need. And should not, we should not discard it. We should not abandon it. We should keep it in the weekly lives as well as keeping God first in our daily lives. Amen? But coming together to fellowship one with another, to hear the word, to be ministered to, and to minister, this is good in the sight of God. This is the Sabbath. Amen? A day set apart from other days. A day not like your work week. Praise God. Hallelujah. In uh, Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, the Apostle Paul writes, So let no one judge you in food or in drink or regarding a festival or a new moon or Sabbaths. So, let's, let's look at this. What is this all about? The Apostle Paul was saying that the things of the law were not able to save and that's why Christ came. If you go on to read the next verse, you see that Christ is the fulfillment of all these things. So Sabbaths aren't able to get us to heaven. Uh, new moons, festivals, you know, the different things that they, they kept according to the law of the Old Testament. They still needed a Savior. That is not to say that those things were not beneficial. Amen? So... You know, you living a life that uh, you don't uh, become one that drinks excessively or you are a drunkard, you know, that is not of God. You should not do that. Uh, keeping festivals, we don't necessarily have to keep, you know, the, the feasts of Israel, the seven feasts or even nine feasts that, are, that have been added uh, to more. And yet, it's still a good thing. Amen? It's a good thing to honor what God did in those Sabbath days, especially when you understand that Passover is Jesus fulfilling it. Jesus is our Passover. According to Scripture, He is our Passover. When the Holy Spirit came in Acts chapter 2, it was in the Feast of Weeks or Pentecost. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, you know, there are other feasts, and some would speculate that the Christ's return possibly could be during, you know, the Feast of Tabernacles or close thereby. We don't know, but because the first two were kept in, in relation to our salvation and, 
and Jesus himself. It is very possible that the Feast of Tabernacles or those three feasts clumped together there, uh, he could come. But we don't know the day or the hour, and yet it's, it's very good to acknowledge what God did in all of these, including the Sabbath. Amen? So we're not choosing them to take away from Christ. No, we're seeing the fullness of Christ even greater than them, but still seeing them as provisions of God to receive from Him and to grow in the knowledge of the Word and covenant relationship. Amen? That truly our walk with Christ and in Christ and Christ in us could actually be enhanced to a greater level as we understand these things. Amen? So, you know, if I miss a Sunday or, or a, a Sabbath, the, the New Testament church uh, broke from Judaism to uh, shine as a light, so the Sabbath became Resurrection Day, Sunday, because of Christ. They were adhering to Christ. And so it, it, it's not the same as Saturday, the way some people still regard it. But the New Testament church began to hold to Resurrection Day as their new Sabbath. And they declared their faith in Christ by keeping it. In much the same, we declare our faith in the things we hold dear, such as Sabbaths. Amen? As we go to church on Sundays, or we even attend more than one day a week. Amen? Together, to worship the Lord, to hear His Word, to minister one to another. Hallelujah. And that is the context of this verse. But notice that we're not held to the Sabbath in order to remain people of God, and yet it is a good thing. It is not in any way a bondage, but yet a provision. Even as Jesus stated earlier, we were, Sabbath was made for us. We were not made for the Sabbath. And we should see it as a benefit of God, as something provided by God to us that we might be strengthened, that we might be uh, invigorated with the Word of God and the anointing and the, and the power and leading of the Holy Spirit, that Christ Himself might minister to us in a way other than other days. Amen. Praise God. Now, as I come to an end here, let us look at Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 through 11. As I stated, only faith in Christ is our true Sabbath. Amen? Only faith in Christ brings us to a place of salvation. Hallelujah. A place where God and man can commune together. But in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 9 through 11, it enhances this, and I want you to look at it. In verse 9, There remains therefore a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased, or stopped, or Shabbat, if we were in the Old Testament, from his works, as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent, Hello, did you see this? Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest or remember what we opened up with. Remember the Sabbath. Keep it a high priority. 
Let it be even first place, if you will. So here in the New Testament we see, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. Praise God. The rest of faith is part of the Sabbath teaching, the Shabbat, the ceasing, the stopping. It is a high priority that as we walk in faith, as we live by faith, that we're not trying to work our way to God. We're not trying to work our way to heaven. But we're allowing the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, the leading, the lordship of our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take us from day to day, from day to day, from day to day, into the time set apart where we come together as His body, the local body, hallelujah. The rest of faith, ceasing to strive in our own way, trying to work our way to God, but rather resting in Him, knowing our salvation is complete. Hallelujah. That we are complete in Him. Amen. We don't have to work our way to get saved. But you know, even as God ceased from creation, He ceased to create after that. But, you know, He didn't stop working after that. He has still been working with mankind and dealing with mankind even from the beginning of the age. And there are some scientists that would tell you that there are still galaxies being created today. God is a creator. He's needing room for you and I to show His love and compassions throughout all eternity. Possibly one of those galaxies is for you as a gift. Who knows? But I do know this. Jesus is Lord. And as we submit ourselves to Him, and as we give ourselves to walking in newness of life, as we give ourselves to set apart a day, then that will, that will be a regular thing where we can not only receive from Him, but we can also give to our brothers and sisters. And we can walk out of the place of worship. We can walk out of the time together. We can walk out from the day of Sabbath into our work week and better be a witness Amen. of Him. Amen. God bless you. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Hallelujah.